This is the Kingdom Movement Podcast, a place where we will explore through conversation how discipleship, theology, and community really can transform our world. This is Jake and Paula. We're back with another episode of the Kingdom Movement Podcast. But today, we have two very special guests with us. Um, and I'm going to give Paula the chance to say who they are. Yes. Hey, guys. One more time. So we have here Alida Renter. She'll do a small bow. Come on. Thank you. And then we have... I hope uh, you heard it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, Amanda Kendall. Please, small bow. Hello. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Thank you. So uh, they've been working with the Kingdom Movement. Uh, it's gonna be a funny episode, mm-hmm. I think. Like, but yeah, they've been working with the Kingdom Movement, and yeah, they will, this is kind of their last week here in Botswana. So we just thought it would be a good idea for them to come and share a little bit of how was the whole year being here in Botswana. So yeah. So guys, would you like to say hello? Hello. That was Alita. (laughs) My name is Alita, like Paolo said. Um, And a fun fact about me is I played soccer in university um, and was an amazing player. So (laughs) (laughs) I played every position. That's a fun fact. A humble fact. Yes, a very humble fact. But I played every position on the field. So. So what about you, Amanda? <laughs> Hi, I'm Amanda. Um, most of you have probably met me, but those of you that haven't, um, I'm really fun and exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, I've actually loved being here. And fun fact about me. Um, let's see. I love all kinds of animals. I have thoroughly enjoyed being here in Botswana and seeing all the monkeys and the warthogs and the cows. And, and she does excited. everything about everything. Well, about animals, yes. And <laughs> she stole a cat from UB. Yes. I did. <laughs> yes. Stole slash rescue. Mm, yes. <laughs> so, kind of to keep on track, because obviously you can tell that we wouldn't keep on track Mm-mm. without some sort of schedule. So we just kind of prepared a few questions for Amanda and Alita to maybe process uh, for you guys their experience here in Botswana. And so we'll just dive right into those. The first being, we're going to have Alita start for us as well, yeah? Uh, what was your favorite memory of your time in Botswana, besides oh. spending it with us? <laughs> yes, this has been a privilege. Um, my favorite memory, I'm going to split it up into two different categories of memories, because one is ministry and one's more personal. But I would say my favorite memory for ministry-wise has to be how um, watching the groups grow each and every week, especially this last semester, watching everyone um, invite their friends and just seeing all the new faces Um, but also the worship night that we had um, at the beginning of May it was really exciting it was hectic and chaotic getting everything set up and but you know God moved through that and it was super super cool Um, and then the second one for more personal would probably be all the adventures um, with this team um, but even with the students as well and getting to explore Botswana and Mostly Haberone. Um, yeah, and getting to learn culture, I think, has been probably my favorite moments. Cool. And for you, Amanda? 
Um, yeah, my favorite memory has to be the worship night. Um, it was just really incredible being able to see the flourishing of the ministry here, of all the students that were able to show up. And it was really incredible to see the team come together. And even though it was crazy, for those of you that were there may not have noticed that it was crazy, but for us <laughs> behind the scenes, it was very crazy. And just how everything came together and to see God move was just more than anything I could ever have hoped for. So it was incredible to see. Yeah, actually now that you guys are talking about it, you know, I kind of see that day as like, kind of, it felt like a beginning of something great, mm -hmm. you know, I just feel like that's why yeah. for us it's like one of our favorite days, you yeah. know, it's my favorite day too. Yeah. yeah, and I'll always remember too, leading up to that worship time, it just felt like that was probably two of the hardest weeks we had in the yeah. movement, just with a lot of bad stuff going on personally for people and for us, um, so we, you know, but it felt like there was a reason why the enemy mm -hmm. was kind of pushing so hard because it was going to be such a cool kind of catalyst moment for the movement. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is a fun one. The next one is, what was the biggest culture shock? Ba -da -ba. Culture shock is always fun. <laughs> um, I would say for me, I really didn't have like culture shock, like what, wow, huh? But it was more like slow realizations of like, oh, okay, this is different. Like, this is unusual. Um, even coming from the States to Mozambique, I really didn't have a hard time transitioning, but going from Mozambique culture to Botswana culture is completely, that I think is where I got a lot of my like, wow, okay, this is interesting because as an American, you don't know a whole lot else outside of the United States. And so you think Africa is like one big country, <laughs> like you don't see them, uh, being different, but so that was like a huge realization of transitioning from one culture to another, but I'd say the biggest realization or the biggest quote-unquote shock would have been driving on the opposite side of the road. <laughs> really? Yeah, that That's was funny. that was difficult very stressful um, And there was so I have so many stories of me having to stop and stare down a road and being like what side am I on? What side am I supposed to be on and <laughs> Hitting the windshield wipers versus yeah, the blinkers. That's a and, classic. Yeah, yeah. So that was that'd probably be the biggest thing that I would say. Nice. And for you, Amanda? Um, for me, the culture shock for Botswana specifically would be actually how similar it is to the states in a lot of ways. Um, I had worked in other African countries, and so they were pretty drastically different. And then coming to Botswana, you guys have a lot of the same culture as America. There are major differences as well, but for me that was a, a a big culture shock just like going back to like, oh, this is actually fairly similar to how I grew up or like the same struggles that you guys struggle with and the things that we struggle with as well. Um, and on a more funny note, seeing um, cows walking down the road is very different. That yes. That is not in the States. <laughs> They're like, they're in a field behind a fence, not on the side of the road. So yeah. that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nice. So, ooh, this is a deep one. Oh, no, not a deep one yet. Sorry. What was the funniest moment? Drum roll, please. <laughs> um, wow, a funniest moment. Um, I'm sure there's a lot. We, as this team, we laugh a lot at each other, with each other. I just have so many crazy moments. Um, but I'd say, like, a personal one, which is also a very embarrassing one, would be there was one time this semester where Amanda and I were walking around and inviting people to groups. And I just had this feeling like, okay, I'm going to walk up to some girls that 
I have met before. I just had this feeling. And, but I knew like I needed to go talk to someone, anyone on campus, like do something with that day. And so I was like, Amanda, let's go talk to this group of girls. And I still had that like feeling inside, like, I think I'm going to meet, bump into someone I already met. And so I started this conversation with these girls and they're just like looking at me like, wait, what? <laughs> and, and I was like, so what's your name? And they're like, we've met you before. And I was like, no, this is so embarrassing. I felt super awkward. I was like, I'm a terrible person. But, you know, you go from masks to no masks. And you're like, okay, yeah. But that was a big embarrassing moment slash funny moment for me. Uh, yeah, for me, probably one of the funniest moments that I can look back on now and laugh at. <laughs> in the moment, I was not laughing, but was uh, when we were on our way to Botswana, um, we had like an eight-hour layover in Johannesburg from Mozambique to Botswana, and we had nothing to do. It really wasn't that bit complicated to get to our next gate, and so we were just chilling, and I don't know why I misread the screen that said <laughs> like when the flight was supposed to leave. I assumed that's when it started boarding, not when it was leaving. <laughs> so me and a leader just wandering around the airport, waiting for eight hours. We decided to get this cheesecake and play a game of phase 10. Yeah. And then we wander over to our gate and we go down there and it's like, there's nobody there. And it, up on the board, it says um, closed, like the gate is closed. I'm like, that's super weird. It's supposed to be like boarding really soon. And then... I'm like talking to my friend back home and she's like, well, you didn't miss it, did you? And I'm like, no, I couldn't have done that. Like that that's literally unimaginable that we would sit here for eight hours and then miss our flight. And so I look at our boarding pass and yeah, sure enough, that was when the flight was leaving, not when it was boarding. So yeah. as we were sitting there, our flight takes off without us and we have to run all over the place trying to figure out how to get here. And it was a great start, and now I can look back on it and laugh. But at the moment, I was just like, "What?" Yeah. Looking back at pictures, we were we sat there and we looked back at our pictures at the the timestamp on one of our pictures in front of a cheesecake was when our flight took off, and so we just stared at each other like, "What did we just do?" I remember uh, the other side of it being here in Botswana waiting for you guys <laughs> and having to call everyone and say, yeah, they kind of <laughs> missed their flight. Yeah. I remember. Did you guys call me or text me? Yes. Like, hey, we missed our flight. I was like, okay, don't laugh. It's fine. <laughs> don't laugh because they're feeling really bad about it. So yeah. It was nice. Yeah. It was a good moment. <laughs> So we're going to transition to uh, a nice sentimental question for you, which is how have you been changed by your experience in Botswana? I think sometimes the missions being focused on how we want to go and change or bring change to the place that we're going, but we often discover, you know, that place changes us, you know, equally, if not more than anything that we did there. So how do you guys feel like in your, your one year experience in Botswana, how you feel like that has changed you in some way moving forward? Yeah, um, that's a really good question. Um, for me, like this was my first experience long term outside of the United States on the mission field, and so there was a lot of a lot of ups and downs and roller coaster moments. I feel like of emotions, and I feel like as a missionary, you're learning a lot. Like especially you're leaving your country, your culture, and every day is a learning moment for you, and in the beginning, I'd get super, super frustrated with, oh gosh, I'm so done with learning another lesson. I'm so done with learning the language. Like you just get super frustrated and tired. 
and whatever. And so I think for me, it was learning how to embrace that um, and enjoying the process of all of that, like learning culture and learning the language and learning the people, like seeing them in a, in a new way and just embracing that um, and stepping out of my comfort zone and asking questions. But I think groups as well has really helped me like look at scripture a different way and just um, knowing that it's not, not just one way of like how you were raised, but there's all of those different things. But um, and another aspect was that like no matter where my background was, no matter how many mistakes that I made in the past, that God's going to still use me as long as I'm willing. Um, if I'm willing to say, yes, Lord, lead me, then he's going to use me and it's going to be a tough journey, but it's going to be a really good one in yes. the end. Awesome. Yeah. Um, for me, I'll be a little transparent with you guys. <laughs> um, in the States, or maybe it's just me, but kind of we have this personification that we know everything and we know how best to do things. Mm -hmm. And it's something that God's been working in my life on like just taking a step back and learning from other people as well. So I would say that for me, Botswana really helped me learn a different perspective on church, a different perspective on um, the Bible and how, how much value you guys place in the Bible and even in the Old Testament, which is not something that I generally go to, but you guys love to learn about the Old Testament and dig into the Old Testament. So I think for me, it was it changed me and it made me more humble and more willing to learn from the people around me. Mm -hmm. um, learn from the culture and the differences that are in the culture rather than trying to change it to the way it, I'm used to or the way that I think maybe it could be better, but learning like what you guys value and why you value it. And so for me, it was really a humbling experience and an exciting experience to see how you guys interpret the Bible, how you guys grow and how you guys learn. So it was awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think obviously anytime you get out of your comfort zone, right, like you're forced to do something that mm -hmm. uh, is going to stretch you and challenge you. And anytime you live in another culture, that's kind of a default setting, you know, <laughs> yeah. anything from going to a drive-through line or they don't have a drive-through line, you right. know what I mean? To how people operate, you know, their, their understanding of how things mm -hmm. work or how they should work is different so it puts you in a bit of a pressure cooker right. uh, and it can more than anything reveal what's inside of you yeah. a bit more yeah. you know and I think all of us um, at this table and anyone who's had that experience re recognizes there's things in me maybe I do need to change yeah you know, right? yeah for sure yeah. okay so with that in mind final question for you guys uh, what is a final encouragement or challenge you'd like to leave with the students of kingdom movement obviously there will be people listening that know you guys, maybe there are a few that don't, but how, what would you want to encourage them with uh, before you go? Yeah, um, I'd say just to stay involved, to keep involved, but also like I remember someone mentioning how like the challenges at the end of each group of like reaching their limit with the challenges, like, oh yeah, you know, whatever, just kind of ignoring it or or like, oh yeah, I've completed all my challenges, like I'm doing great and hitting that high, that that mountaintop feeling high um, and stopping there. But just a reminder of like, we're never not gonna stop growing. Mm -hmm. And to embrace those challenges because even if it's hard and the and the growing is hard and and it's it's hard to remember and you you know, like putting it into your your daily um, 
schedule is is difficult, but the challenge is worth it because it is very important that we're not just reading scripture, we're walking it out. And when we walk it out, that's where transform, transformation comes. Um, and so I think my encouragement would just to continue to do that even outside of groups, even in your daily devotions with the Lord, is to um, create challenges each and every day for yourself and how you can better yourself and how you can grow. Um, but yeah, I think that would be my, my biggest challenge is that it's not just a university thing. Like you can mm-hmm. use discipleship groups anywhere you go and in your personal life too. So yeah, yeah. to kind of just even echo your sentiment, like uh, been listening to a podcast by John Mark Comer and he was just saying the three steps of discipleship to Jesus are be with Jesus, become like Jesus and then do what Jesus does. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, none of us are, if we think we're at a mountaintop moment or something, yeah. like, are you raising dead people? You know what I mean? Because right. then you're not there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I think all of us can grow to be more like Jesus and do more things like mm-hmm. Jesus in our lives. So, yeah, definitely great encouragement. Yeah. Um, for me, I think that the thing that I saw most in people is um, kind of a lack of confidence in what God says they are and who God says they are. Um, not really thinking that they could do quote-unquote missions or even becoming a pastor or Mm -hmm. looking into ministry, I feel like I would encourage you guys that God loves to use everybody. Um, It's not just a a special few that he wants to use, and it's not just the people that want to go into ministry. Like He wants to encourage you and use you in your workplaces, um, in your school while you're still there, and possibly into uh, a life of ministry, a life of missions, whatever it might be. Um, I would just encourage you guys that God loves you. Um, He loves to see you grow, and he's not just sitting up there ready to Mm -hmm. hit you with something (laughs) if you mess up, but he wants to see you grow, and he wants to see you um, come closer to him, come closer to the people Mm -hmm. around you. I feel like that's definitely something I saw uh, people struggle with a lot here. So if I could just take this minute and say that God loves you, um, and he really does want to help you and work with you. Um, I think that would be my biggest encouragement. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's great words, guys. And uh, yeah, that's all I got for question-wise. If you have any other final thoughts, feel free to share it. Eh, putting you on the spot. <laughs> wasn't on the list. Yeah, it wasn't on the list. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, we can wrap it up. But do you guys have any other thoughts, any goofy things you want to say while the mic is on? <laughs> I don't know about goofy. I'll get sentimental here. Um, uh, it's been an honor and a privilege to be a part of Kingdom Movement in the like the groundwork of this last year of starting out this movement here in Botswana. And just a, a huge shout out and thank you to all of the students who have been involved, um, our student leaders who have helped us walk through this, who have shown us the cultural way of applying this discipleship group um on the universities and so just a huge thank you and shout out and Mm -hmm. i don't think people realize like you know they see us as missionaries they see us as leaders but they see us like outpouring into them but they don't realize like they're pouring into our lives as well and i feel definitely changed um by each and every student and challenged by each and every student too so just thank you for the impact and keep going Yeah. yeah definitely She said all the things, darn it. (laughs) Yeah, it's been amazing to be here. Um, We will miss you guys so, so much. Mm -hmm. And we really, really appreciate all of the things that we've been able to do and experience. And uh, yeah, we love you guys. Awesome. Yeah, Kingdom Movement fam, 
I know that uh, these ladies have been impacted by you, and I know you guys have been impacted by them. And honestly, you guys, we're just so grateful that you said yes, that you were willing to give mm-hmm. a year of your life, you know what I mean, to come out here and work on the team. And mm-hmm. we know that God's going to bless you guys wherever you go. But all right, we'll wrap it up, and uh, we'll catch you guys next episode. Hey. Well, not you. Not us. And not you. <laughs> not me. All right, bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> Hey everyone, this is just a brief reminder that if you've had a question come up from this discussion or you just have a question in general that you want to ask us on the podcast, uh, now is the time to do it. We want to make sure that we get these questions in for the end of the season Q&R and we cannot wait to hear your guys' questions, to read them, and to be able to respond. But we can't do that unless you send them to us. So make sure if you're a part of Kingdom Movement already, you can personally message us your question or you can send them via our Instagram, and we will make sure to read those, and hopefully we will answer your question on the season finale question and answer, uh, question and response episode. All right, thanks, guys.